0: the hand of God. I'm going to keep the faith. I'm going to hold this banner high. I'm going to finish my race. I'm going to receive hidden men and a new ice stone when I win this war. I've got
1: a church and a family. Hello and welcome to another episode of in the Dash podcast where we are here trying to make every moment count. My name is Mark Mullins, your host, joined today by brother chad clifton the co-host brother chad how are you today i'm doing great buddy how are you doing hey i'm doing great man looking forward to another podcast always <laughs> today we got an interesting topic we're going to be talking about cost the cost of things and if you go to the grocery store or the gas station or uh maybe your spouse does or your parents does you may have heard people talk about the cost of things and the cost of things are going up Yes, but today we're not necessarily talking about the financial cost, although it could affect us financially. Today we're going to be talking about counting the spiritual cost of things. Yes, sir, everything has a cost, Brother Chad. Yes, it does. Yeah, everything has a cost. Sometimes I feel the cost; uh, it costs me something, and sometimes it doesn't cost me anything, but it costs someone else something. Yes, sir. Uh, for me to enjoy some things, and so, Brother Chad, what do you think about spiritually speaking about? The costs, the cost of things, and the cost of decisions, and counting the costs, and uh, along those lines. Do you
0: have any thoughts on that? There's multiple ways to look at that topic um, on counting the costs. Of course, first of all, uh, spiritually speaking, in, in order for us to be saved, you know, it, there was an ultimate cost, which was Christ giving His life uh, for our sins. So there had to be an atonement uh, for our sins, and so that ultimate. That was an ultimate cost, an ultimate price uh, that had to be paid. First of all, for that. Um, secondly, uh, the 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 cost of sin. You know, period. Uh, we, we see from the uh, Adam and Eve's day uh, that once sin was committed, there was a, an immediate immediate cost right then that it caused them to be removed from the Garden of Eden and. Mm-hmm. Uh, the curse then was placed down uh, on man and, uh, you know, on down through time uh, because of sin. There was a cost. Mm -hmm. Um, They lost what they had because of sin. And so if we allow sin into our life, it would be really um, crazy to think that there's not going to be a cost uh, spiritually um, you know to us if we we continue to to live in that and so sin itself has a very very high cost to it Um, it cost the savior his life it cost Adam and Eve to be removed from the garden Um, it cost the curse on mankind Mm -hmm. Uh, all of those things happen because of a cost now, we, we, we call ourselves here in America the land of the free because of the brave. There was a cost just for us to be able to celebrate religious freedom. Sure. Um, but, uh, many men and women gave their life so that we could have these freedoms. Mm-hmm. So that freedom did not come at a cheap cost. Right, They paid a very high price just so we could also um, openly call ourselves Christians. Right. Um, It is through that same cost uh, that they paid that we are able to get on these airways uh, or internet, whatever, how you want to call it, um, and proclaim Jesus Christ, you know, uh, on this podcast. Um, So... Everything we do, like you said, comes at a cost. It costed us gas to get here today. I'm, it costed us to buy the vehicle that we drove. You know, it cost um, you know electricity in the building. It, and I mean, there is a cost to literally everything you do. Even sure. even if you didn't have to pay it yourself, like you said, someone paid the price. Right. And so we we need to keep that in our mind um, that. You know, one of the great scriptures for this is in, in in Luke 14, verses 28 through 30. It says, For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first, and counteth the cost, whether he hath sufficient to finish it? Lest haply after he hath laid the foundation, and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Before you build a house, you've got to say, Can I afford this? sure uh, before you send your child to college you've got to say hey am I going to be able to afford this is there an arrangement I can make to pay for this well it's the same way with when you're making a decision that could affect you spiritually can I afford to do this can I afford to miss church this much can I afford to, to do what I'm thinking about doing uh, from a spiritual standpoint you've got to sit back first mm-hmm. and count the cost
1: Right. And with counting the cost, Brother Chad, we also have to think about it. Um, you know, you count the cost and how, what it's going to cost us and how it's going to affect us. Right. And then we got to think about whether or not it's worth that price.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: You know, is, 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 is living right before God worth what it's going to cost us? Right. Is sinning and transgressing the law of God worth the price that it's going to cost us right those are very real questions Uh, and then also uh, about counting the costs uh, we have to know whether or not it is a smart move you was talking about you know maybe somebody out there sending one of their children off to school and you know you gotta know how much tuition is and it's going up yes sir Uh, you gotta know whether or not it's worth the price and then you also gotta know whether or not it's it's a smart move
0: right yeah
1: and so, uh, just some thoughts I had about counting the costs.
0: Absolutely. Those are uh, like you're talking about. And, and you know, I, I'm, I'm thankful for our education systems. You know, I don't want to, that to be, you know, don't want nobody to take us wrong on, on, on that uh, per se. But sometimes we can get into something where our children are exposed to things we, you know, don't intend for them to be exposed to. And in that case, was it really worth the cost of seeing how that affected them as to what could have possibly happened? You know what I'm saying? Uh, You know, sure there was potential that it could really help them. Right. But, you know, is it also worth uh, exposing them to something that really could destroy them? You know, we've got to, we've got to weigh that in the balance. And so, um, you know, it is, it is so important just to, just like when you, I mean, uh, as a family, a lot of times, you know, everybody gets on a budget mm-hmm. and they'll sit down and they'll calculate that budget out, you know, okay, we're going to have this for groceries. We really can't go over, can't afford to spend no extra here. And we've only got this much for gas and we've got this much for, you know, uh, take your ties out first, of course, and, and then you go down through there and doing all these things. Right. And. Mm-hmm you know, do we really, can we afford to do this or can we, you know, can we afford not to pay the electric bill? Correct. Can we afford not to buy groceries? Right. Um, It's hard to afford them, Mm -hmm. but can you afford not to do it? Right. Um, And another thing is, you know, I pay for the electricity in my house, Mm -hmm. but my children benefit from that electricity. Right. I go to church and my children benefit from that right? Uh, in ways. You know, I take my children to church. They've mm-hmm. been exposed, you know, to God from a very young age. You know, uh, they've seen mom and daddy try to live right. They're trying to live right, you know, mm-hmm. but if you backslide, mm-hmm. you decide to walk away from God. That's also going to have a cost on your children. right? You know, um, when uh when it's good things you know that's that's to the green that's to the good you know we're you know your children are benefiting but when you turn and you walk away from these things you know your your children you're redlining (laughs) and and you're you're uh you know they're going to suffer from that Mm -hmm. and here's the thing i'll always think about is if you if, if I was to backslide and, and take my children out of church mm-hmm. if God gave me the grace I may go back you know I might would have the grace to turn around and go back mm-hmm. would my children choose to do so right you know uh, before it was too late right and if they didn't what a cost that would be right. over a decision I had made right you know and that would be something very difficult to live with that would come. Those that little bit of, of pleasure or whatever it was that caused me to leave to start with would come at a very, very high cost, right? And brother Chad,
1: sometimes speaking of things costing us, sometimes we deal with the temporary cost or more absolutely. immediate cost. Sure, um, for instance, if I have 10 bucks and I go to Taco Bell, um, I love it's Taco not gonna Bell. get you near as much as it used to, not gonna get absolutely right. Man, it's like 12, 13 bucks. I don't, I'd have to get half of a box, I guess. <laughs>
0: I have have to to say, for all you Taco Bell lovers out there, (laughs) if you use the app, I don't know if they have this in store or not, but on the app, they have a $5 Build-A-Box.
1: Hey, that's great, man.
0: And my children love Taco Bell. (laughs) They love building stuff. I am not a fan, okay? I'm not a fan of Taco (laughs) Bell. Uh, When they talk, you know, the old commercial used to be running for the border. Mm. That's the way I was, but it was the opposite border. I was not trying to get to Taco Bell. I was trying to get away. I did not like Taco Bell. 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 Yeah. Um, but uh they have a build a box where you get like three burritos, a drink, and like a either cinnamon the little cinnamon twist or nachos for like five bucks. Man,
1: that's awesome. It's a
0: really good deal. And and, and they're not even a sponsor. I, hey, I just man, plugged them. Just plugged them in there. Yeah. So Taco Bell. Build a box. Build a box. You at least like... hook us up with some free tacos. I'm
1: something. starting to feel like a like a like a carpenter. Yeah. I'm to I can... Go
0: build a box. That's I... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Build a box.
1: But you, ha- you have temporary costs. And so yes, if sir. I had my 10 bucks went to Taco Bell and I, gave, you know, I bought something and it gave maybe me two bucks. bucks like whatever. Yeah, made two boxes. But it's a temporary cost. But there's another way that we can buy things um, that we can consider the cost that we can delay the payment on. Sure. And so I can go to Taco Bell without 10 bucks. and But if I've got a card, a plastic card. Uh-huh. I can have them swipe that card, and in good faith, I would be paying that debt off. Uh, but it's interesting, brother Chad. The interest rate on my credit card is almost thirty percent interest. Wow! Almost thirty percent—that's about twenty-eight percent. I think is the last yeah. average I've seen on credit cards these it's days. It's going to come at a
0: higher cost.
1: Yeah, and so sometimes you know we 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 make decisions that we feel the pain of it now. And sometimes we make decisions that we may not feel the pain of that and how much it really costs and how much more it would cost us than what we expected to pay until we have got down the road weeks or months or years. Right. And that's when we look back and we realize maybe the decision I made wasn't worth the cost I paid.
0: That's exactly maybe right. Maybe the
1: decision I made wasn't a smart decision. And so when well, we're talking about counting the cost of things and how it's going to affect us and how it's going to affect our relationship and with, with people around us, how it's going to affect our families. We need to consider the current costs and also what you was alluding to. Also the future costs, how that may affect us down the road.
0: That's exactly right. Um, that, that's the thing. Everybody is, is into the, the here and now, you know what I'm saying? They're what, what can benefit me now? Right. What, what can, and you know, um, man, I, uh, I did that one time. I I went and um, purchased a vehicle that uh, <laughs> y'all are never going to listen to me about purchasing a vehicle, are you? Uh, the last two episodes, I've had bad vehicle stories. But um, so <laughs> long as I don't start a podcast telling you what vehicles to buy, right? Hey, we can teach them what not to buy. Yeah, what not to do. <laughs> what not to do. That's going to be a new segment. But we were we were going out of town. Uh, I had a Ford Explorer at the time plug for ford explorers i liked it um and so we had a ford explorer just the regular you know five pass five seater whatever and uh we were going to be going out of town and and we was taking uh like my grandma and my cousin and them with us and my wife and i we already uh i believe we already had kids at this point too so uh we were needing more seating um and um so we were going to we checked in to rent a vehicle and everything and Man, it was going to be expensive at the time to try to rent a van or whatever, even for just the weekend. So I was like, "All right, here's what we need to do: we need to go, we need to check in to trade air vehicle in, and see if we can, you know, locate one with third row seat, you know, reasonably priced or whatever, you know." So I found one. It was like a year older than what I had, had third row seating. Mm-hmm. It was good on mileage and everything. Seemed like a great price. And um, he said uh, they they gave me the payment plan and stuff and i was like okay i agree to that that's all good you know and everything so i signed the contract and everything left with the vehicle traded mode went in all good to go for the the trip you know mm-hmm. so about a week or so passes three or four days something like that passes and the car lot calls me again he's like hey man hey i'm sorry there was a mess up on your contract we need you to come back in and sign sign it again and i said there was a there was an issue with it so i go back in and 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 I just look at the payment to make sure they didn't change the payment on me. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's still the same amount, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I go ahead and I sign it. I'm in a hurry trying to get to work and everything. I sign it and all is well and good. Well, about three years into that payment plan, I'm like, you know, this thing should be getting close to being paid off based off Mm -hmm. what I paid and, and everything if you calculate all these payments up. And so I call the finance company. I'm like, hey, how you know, you know I've added this up this thing should be about paid off here you know been three years and with what we pay and everything man I still owed like three or four more years on that vehicle when they had got me to come back they had changed the length and the interest and left the payment the same and changed the contract like changed the the, uh, interest rate and the length the term of the of the payments wow. so you know might have been four years to start with and they changed it to to 72 months or whatever and so all of the i mean i had paid more than double right for that vehicle in interest payments um and so i i was overhead bad mm-hmm. uh, i was underwater deep on, on that vehicle um so it's very important Take it from somebody that's been there multiple times. Obviously, <laughs>
1: hey, at least you knew where your money was
0: going. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a financial plan, right? Um, but it's it's very important to read the fine print. Sure, I mean it really sure. is. And that's the same way with our life. You know, uh, sometimes the old devil he he likes to show us a, a pretty picture, but it's you know sometimes if we look from, you know farther back into that picture. It's something totally different, right. something much darker. Right. And uh, so we, we need to, you know, we need to really focus and read that fine print uh, or or we're going to really be paying in the long run.
1: Right. Well, sometimes it's an unexpected cost for the Chad. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of uh, Dave Ramsey. Sure. I listen to him some. Probably more, not as much not as I right? not, not a sponsor either. Right, not a sponsor either. Just Scott. Like, Come on, Dave. <laughs> Come on, a grant or something. Come yeah, on, we're going to
0: get us a bumper sticker. Come on, Dave. Make it count. <laughs> That's
1: right. But, uh, but something he taught and something I thought was, was really interesting had to do with getting a mortgage and the mortgage not being more than you know fourth-year take-home pay and you know, what your payment would be, and all that sounded great. And so when we went to get our house a few years ago, uh, I tried to live by that plan uh, halfway. I halfway did it. I didn't count the cost all the way. But I thought, you know what, instead of doing a 15-year mortgage, I think I can handle a 30-year mortgage as long as it's 15%. That is not what Dave recommends, but it's what I did. You know, right. I thought I had to figure it figured out. Anyway, so I got my payment where I needed the payment to be at. And then I expected so much for electricity and so much for water, you know, that kind of thing. But what I did not expect is I did not expect the water line to bust. In the right. Board. I did not expect both of the AC units to go out. Right, and all that to happen the first three months of when we, you know, hung our hats on the door, and sometimes, brother Chad, you know, we can get into situations where we feel like we've counted the costs, and one one side seems to be outweigh the other side in a good way or in a bad way, and we think we know what we're getting into, but sometimes you've got to leave a little extra wiggle room in there for the unexpected costs. Yes, sir. You know, it's kind of like when you go in, uh, you know, and you uh, sign another paper, they add a few extra years onto you and bump your interest rates. Those unexpected things, right? You know, right when you think you can handle it, it's those unexpected costs you got to watch out for sometimes.
0: I never knew how much it was going to cost me for two more people to ride with me. <laughs> you should have put them on top. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been like, "Would y'all be offended riding in the the cargo rack up top?" How much you like sunroof? Open sunroof. <laughs> um but you know it uh we had a good trip anyway yeah but Until it rained there, <laughs> well i was driving so i just let them <laughs> okay. hold an umbrella going down the interstate but uh <laughs> you know it it is like you said it and it's so easy sometimes to get excited about things and be like just like in that vehicle you mm-hmm. know oh man a new car Going on a trip, all of us getting around to together. Oh, there's plenty of pros to it. Sure, but are the pros worth the cons? Right. You know, we got to sit and right and and weigh weigh things out uh, and, and see. You know, like you said, uh, there's a lot of things we you know that that vehicle really stretched me uh, to the limits financially. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so when it came time to where there were. Uh, maintenance issues that had you know you had to uh, pay for whether it was brakes or tires or whatever it was difficult to to come up with the the money on that because i mean sure and when you're purchasing it you're not thinking you know of those things you're just thinking of the the here and now right um the microwave generation you know we now 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 but um you know we uh, we've got to sit back and look and be like, okay, this thing's gonna need an oil change every, you know, three to six months. You know, right? Uh, this thing's gonna need tires. This thing's gonna need brakes. This thing, you know, there's there's things here that we're going to have to do. Uh, what if my house, you know, water heater goes out in my house? Mm-hmm. Am I still gonna have enough of a rainy day fund right. um, to 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 work on my house, and or is this gonna, you know, am I still gonna have enough money to, you know, we're gonna get to go this weekend? But am I gonna have enough money to feed my kids once we get back? Right. You know. Right. um, So you know we gotta we gotta see what exactly this is going to cost. Sure, we're gonna have fun. Sure, it's gonna be convenient. Mm -hmm. But is that cost in the long run? Going, you know, going to you know, had I known I was gonna be paying seven years and Mm -hmm. more than double on that vehicle, I probably would have kept looking or made some other arrangement. You know um but you know it I didn't read the fine print right I, I I tried to to make a rash decision and um you know look at Lot mm-hmm. I've often thought what if Lot when Abraham said hey which way you want to choose mm-hmm. and 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 Lot turned his tent towards Sodom I wondered many times what if he just took time and did a three minute prayer. Right. And said, you know, God, what what would be the right choice here? Right. You know, if you'd stood there for a minute, two minutes, something praying, or if you you know, if, if he'd told Abraham, hey, let me just let me go pray back a little bit first, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh let me get back to you in twenty minutes. Let me, you know. Right. Um I'm I'm sure it wouldn't have been a problem. Right. Um uh, and and so here he's just like, hey I'm seeing the grass, the well watered plains. You know that's going to be good for cattle. Mm -hmm. You know we're going to get away from this fighting. There's a town nearby. We're going to, you know, he's looking at all the pluses. You know, there's there's a lot of entertainment here. There's, you know, but man, oh man, what a cost!
1: Right. The cons. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's looking at all the pros, and not one time thinking about those cons. Right. And those cons. They came back to collect. Right. And uh and he didn't like the price that he ended up having to pay.
1: But really, brother Chad, being being human and having at least a couple brain cells rub together, we can almost you know from a carnal perspective and from a fleshly perspective, we can almost justify about anything. Sure. Just by looking at the pros.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: You know. Um I could justify going home tonight on the way home and running by and getting $25 of boxes. Oh, yeah. Because I'm hungry. (laughs) And they are amazing. (laughs) And by that alone, if I had the cash, Uh I could justify it. Right. But... The cons of all that is the blood pressure issues and the headaches tomorrow and the diabetes and the bloating and that kind of stuff is the cons, but as long as I'm not looking at the cons. Right. I can run behind good build as many sure. boxes as my arms would allow me to build. You right. know what I'm saying? Yep. My hammers and my nails. And so <laughs> <laughs> So we can justify about anything, you know, and sometimes right. that's where we get into when it comes to dealing with sin. Yeah. You know, deal with different very everybody's got temptations you know yes, we still walk around in this old flesh and with those temptations if we ain't careful brother chad we can justify falling into that temptation if we just look at the fleshly and the carnal pros right for instance now alcohol don't don't bother me now but you know, a lot of people deal with alcohol being a temptation, and it's, you know, it right. might be far out there. But it's it's an example. You got to have an example on a podcast, so this is an example. <laughs> and so, but you know, you know, the alcoholic will can justify, you know, going buying and, and buying at the local store, you know, alcohol and taking it home and drinking it. And the reason why they can justify that to themselves immediately is because it feels good. Right. But what they don't see is that weeks of that turns into months and that turns into years and that turns into broken relationships, that turns into domestic violence, that turns into various types of abuse, that turns into very few true friends, if any true friends, that turns into loneliness. But without looking at the cons... Yeah, without
0: even looking... That's not even counting the financial. Right. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, the unexpected costs. Just looking at the pros temporarily, we can justify about anything. And so... I guess what I'm trying to say is when we're thinking about making decisions in life, brother Chad, whether it's spiritual or, you know, financial or relationship decisions, uh, we need to, we really need to count the cost.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Weigh out the pros and the cons.
0: Yes, sir. And, you know, like you said, so many people look at it and it feels good now, you know, the now, the now, the now. And, and when we do that, it was, you know, it's, it's all kind of what I want. You know, then, and what I want now, right? Um, and so, in, in a sense, you know, it 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 comes back to being impatient. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes back to uh, really just thinking, you know, of what you can get. You know, um, again, goes uh, another great story. Is the guy that where it goes back and talks about the tear down. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger. Mm -hmm. What I have done, I will do, you know, it it was all about I, 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 and um, what I have accomplished, you know, I have been, you know, I'm wealthy, I've, you know, and and then that night he died, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, and he never had give God the glory for anything he'd accomplished in his life. Mm -hmm. It was all me, what I can accomplish, what I have done, what, uh, you know, he was all focused on him and now. Mm Mm-hmm he never had planned for a head right Um, and so you know what a cost you know what exactly are we willing to pay Mm -hmm. you know um, what price is too high right and so uh, you know vehicle wise oh I've learned the high prices sure Um, I've learned from a lot of mistakes and uh, you know there's a lot of times I wish I had maybe had somebody else there with me to take a second look Mm -hmm. at things. Um, maybe somebody had been that had been through that type of thing before, you know, in hindsight, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so maybe, uh, for somebody that's, that's struggling right now to make a decision, talk to somebody that's been through it before. Um, you know, talk to somebody that's older, maybe had been through the same situation. Um, ask them for advice say hey this is you know maybe if, if need be and you're you're afraid to just come out to be a little bit vague um kind of scenario based or something but but get them, get some advice from them saying hey something like this is what i'm facing mm-hmm. and i want to make the right decision i don't want to pay for this down the road right uh, in a negative way you know i want to i want to do this right because uh it could really you know really have a negative impact and and everything i mean we we really got to be careful you know i mean we just uh you know sometimes things are really are really camouflaged right to where we just don't you know uh, one time we went hunting and uh <laughs> we uh uh me and my brother-in-law and uh some more of us uh brother tyler was with us and um we uh me and brother tyler had went out on the ridge hunting and my brother-in-law had went down over the hill hunting and um you know as we come back out through there we, we were just some young guys you know what i'm saying we this was many years ago obviously and um so as we come back out through there we hear something up in this laurel thicket above us and brother tyler says i'm gonna i'm gonna lay down and crawl up into that thicket and I'm gonna to try to spook out whatever's in there, and then when it jumps out. You shoot it. And uh, first of all, I probably shouldn't have been taking advice from Brother Tyler. He was younger than me, <laughs> and so that that was you know I did not count the cost on this. Okay, and so yeah. Brother Tyler he 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 lays down on his stomach, and he's like army crawling up this hill, going to go into that thicket. And and my thoughts was, what was it? What if this is a bear? Mm-hmm. You know this is gonna eat Tyler up. You know, and I'm. like You might not order to do this. You know, and um, he's like, he's he. And any time you hear this statement, you pretty well know things are going to go bad. But he said, "I'm sure it's more scared of me than I am of it." Uh oh. <laughs> and when you hear a statement like that, you pretty well just sign the waiver that you're you're about to go downhill fast you know Mm -hmm. and so right as he tops over the top of that hill this big gun blast goes off Mm -hmm. and i dive into the dirt he rolls back down the hill i thought we both had done been shot
1: with the same bullet
0: yeah i mean it was through and through you know (laughs) um and so we're we're rolling around on the ground we're checking to make sure we ain't been shot you know we're trying to catch our breath and then we hear this loud familiar laughter it was my brother-in-law he had snuck back out the ridge and this was all at the edge of dark and our walkie-talkies had quit working so he had snuck back out the ridge to where we was and had seen us coming and so he heard tyler say you know he had threw a uh Uh, like a big chunk of tree bark into the the laurel thicket to make it sound and when he heard Tyler say it's more scared of us than we are of it he said oh we'll find out how scared you are (laughs) and so he pulled a pistol out of his pocket and you know fired a pistol up in the air right there at us and almost sent us to meet Jesus so I don't think he counted the cost on that because he almost had to pull two boys out of the woods uh <laughs> i know he had, I had to pull this big old boy out woods. Oh, yeah. i know that because i was i thought i'd done been shot and had a heart attack and a few other things but uh you know sometimes things are camouflaged mm-hmm. it's where we think it's one thing and it's really another right and and if we don't sit back and just wait just a little bit mm-hmm. and uh take a few extra minutes if i took a few extra minutes and read that contract. Right. You know, I, I hate to keep going back to that. I really ain't bitter. It's,
1: it's, it's traumatic. Not now. It's been it's years. Traumatic. It's been years. I'm
0: not bitter, folks. I really ain't. But it's a great learning lesson. Sure. Dave Ramsey would not have been proud he of me. He would
1: not have been proud. Yeah. That, that, that might be why bench. he's not a
0: sponsor. Um <laughs> We'll work on him. Yeah, we'll work <laughs> Just start by listening, Dave. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> just like and subscribe and we'll be happy you don't have to be a sponsor but we uh you know we we. if i just took that few minutes to listen to or to read that you know look what it would have saved me
1: mm-hmm.
0: so if we can you know tell somebody else some things that would you know save them from going down that same path and I, I would sure like to do that absolutely and so absolutely. uh you know I would advise anybody out there, if you're looking at making, you know, if it's a job change, if it's a church change, if it's a school change, if it's a, you know, step back and take a little bit of a look at that and say, okay, here's the pros of this. Right. You know, yeah, it's going to be convenient. Maybe it's a little bit closer. Maybe it's, uh, you know, not as far to drive or maybe it's more money. Sure. But what's it going to cost you really? You know, is that more money? You're going to have to work more hours? Right. Are you going to be away from your family more? You're going to be away from church more. Right. You know, sure, it's more money, but you know, is it going to cost you spiritually? You know, uh, you know, yeah, I'm going to go to a different school. Maybe they have a bus that runs right by the house, but how's it going to affect you spiritually? You know, uh, you know, there's so many things to to look at uh, when when we look at that. And and man, it might look like the perfect deal. You know, that, that Explorer was gold colored mm-hmm. and shined up. Oh. Third row seat already popped up, just like they knew I was coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was ready, had my name on it, mm-hmm. you know. And so did the payments for seven years. You know? <laughs> and your Every name didn't payment, change. <laughs> my name, in seven years, my <laughs> name didn't change one time. <laughs> And so, uh, and I'm, again, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. But see, it's still having an effect.
1: It'll an effect. It's that long term cost. Yeah. And,
0: and, and, and just like it costed me, it's costing other people. Y'all are having to sit and hear this story now. So, um, you know, it's, we, we need to look, be sure, uh, to, to look, the, look at these things because it it is very important. Very important. Right. And, uh, you know, and in and, and the stories of, of Ananias and Sapphira, his wife, you know, they sold a possession. The Holy Ghost told them, to give it all to the, the prophet, uh, or give it all, and they held back. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't know what I sold this for. Right. You know, if we hold back from God, and I'm not just talking financially, I'm talking about, you know, not giving ourselves, you know, we, we spoke sure. last week about being available right. uh, to God and, and having that anointing. If we, if we're holding back from God, we really can't ex- ex- expect, expect to prosper uh, spiritually or any other way. If we're keeping things from God, uh, everything we have was, you know, a gift from God. Uh, we wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for him. Right. And so, you know, how dare we keep it back from him? You know, and so uh, they thought they were really smart in this situation, and it ended up costing both of them their life. Right? Uh, was was the amount of money they got worth it? Definitely not. You know did Definitely they did they sit back and, and look at that and say, you know, oh, you know, we got this amount of money. We're holding back this. We're going to give this to the to the church. Um, you know. Or oh, you know, what kind of impact could that have? You know, uh, they didn't look at that. They said, "Hey, you know, nobody knows what we pay or what we got. Mm-hmm. Whatever we give them, they'll be fine with." You know, well, that's not what that's not what you were told. Right. You know, we were told to sell it and give it. You know, um, so when God tells us to do something, there's going to be a price to pay if we disobey it. Um. Uh, Judah sold out Jesus for 30 pieces of silver and you know I, I've tried looking that up and there's different places different amounts listed for that Have you have you ever tried to research that mm-hmm. um, one place that I, I had looked it up said that 30 pieces of silver was four months wages mm-hmm. another one said it was between $90 and $3,000 that's that's a pretty large gap um, but Either way, even if it was $3,000, was it worth it? Right. Uh, you know, uh, you, you, you sold out Jesus, the one whom you supposedly loved, uh, the one who absolutely loved you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ultimately it cost you your life and eternity in hell Right. for 30 pieces of silver. Right. And we look at that and we say, what a foolish trade. And it was, mm-hmm. but how many do we know they have sold out for a lot cheaper?
1: Right. Yeah, you're talking about cutting the cost for the chat People selling out, and uh, but on the flip side of that coin, speaking of cost, coin. <laughs> Good analogy, <laughs> Reminds me of of Paul in Second uh, Timothy he writes four six. He he says that for now I'm ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. Now you're talking about a guy that counted costs. Sure. And at the end of his life, this is what he says. I have fought a good fight. Mm-hmm. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Yeah. A man that counted the cost years before this. Yeah. And said, if God wants my all, I'll give them all. Oh, yeah. And at the end of his life, His story was different than Ananias and Sapphire. Yeah. His story was different than Judas's was. Yes, it was. And here's why he says, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give to me at that day, and not to me only, not just to Paul, but to all the them that love his appearing. Yes. To everybody that counts the cost appropriately.
0: Amen. We got to realize there is a payday coming. Amen. And that's either going to be an eternity in hell Mm -hmm. or, it's like you just said there, a crown of life, crown of righteousness, streets of gold, a mansion. Right. Seems like an easy choice.
1: Seems like an easy choice. Just got to make it.
0: Just got to make it there. Yeah. Make it count. Absolutely. Make it count. Make it count all along the way, isn't it?
1: That's right. Hello and welcome to another segment of Where's That in the Bible, scripture reference for counting the cost, book of Luke, chapter number 14, verse 28 to 30, would be a good reference point about counting the costs, of various things in life, particularly in the spiritual realm. Feel free to take a look at that and pray about it and let God lead you and guide you in your thought process as you do your best to make it count.
0: All right, folks. Well... That'll wrap up another episode here at Defining the Dash. Thank you so much for suffering through this here with us. Um, You didn't realize what it was going to cost you when you logged into this episode. But we do appreciate you bearing with us. And until next week, make every moment count. God bless you. See you then. When I
1: win this war, I've got a church and a family that we're fighting for.